welcome back to another Feels Like Weezer, where we're going through all of Weezer's catalog, uh, track by track, song by song, from Blue to Van Weezer. Um, I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. And, reporting all the way from the great time zone of Mountain, we have... That's me, James. Hello. Uh, I don't have anything cool to plug. My only claim to fame is that I run a show on my college DJ focusing on 90s rock, so Weezer is one of the artists I play with regularity. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you have a radio show. Uh, back when back when I was a young one, um, this was like six years ago, okay? I wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not super old. So I had a radio show as well with a buddy of mine uh college radio show it was called nerd is the word it's pretty great right uh and we just talked about nerd stuff you know and then played music on occasion uh we always played die for metal by uh man of war that was our outro don't know why but it was so so you do like a so it's just it's 90s music just 90s rock do you like talk about anything or like what yeah, we try and spend some time talking about the song, about the context of the song and in 90s music in general, and just focus, talk a lot about how music has changed since then and how my uh, co-DJ and I both feel like this period in time was sort of the last great moment when rock music was just in the mainstream and to the same extent and how it, uh, the music scene has changed since then and how all of our favorite bands are part of the 90s rock scene. So we're just trying to share that with other people. I, I love that. Because it's like, you know, it's, it's not so much of a, you know, you damn kids get off my lawn, you know, and music isn't what it used to be. It's we're just appreciating everything. I like that. Good for you. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. We <laughs> skip the nerd part and go right to the music. Everyone knows we're nerds because we play Weezer. So <laughs> nerds and virgins. So, um, hey, <laughs> <Went there already. laughs> hey, well, you know let's you frequent the subreddit you know how it is um so eric what are we talking about today uh we're talking about the song uh, take control it is the uh, fourth track from There'll be other weird, awkward pauses, though, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, James, would you uh, what'd you think of the song? I like the song a lot. It's probably my top half of my Maladroit songs. And I think I, I, I think it's just a, a really good example of what Rivers was going for at the time with the chunky metal riff mm-hmm. and the really, really interesting verses going on a lot different than what we've heard from Weezer in the past. Uh, but then it breaks out into a classic Rivers chorus with all the hooks. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. 
Oh man, we actually have somebody who knows music on the podcast, Eric. <laughs> to step up oh God! Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hooks, say that, but hooks, ladders. Hook. That, uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I know music. He was uh, doing a lot of uh, whammy, hammer-ons. You know, uh, I don't know. I'm just going back to Guitar Hero. Um, but yeah, it does. It does really have that that cool, crunchy. You know, and, and I mean, this is the whole album. I mean, I. I like I've said previously. I don't like green. I think this is like fantastic. Um, you know, just the change, and this is this is what I feel is kind of like quintessential Weezer that people have slept on for some reason. Um, you know, and this song especially, and we'll get into the verses later. But the uh, the story it tells is is completely different from what we see, especially in Pinkerton. Um, to to now so um yeah i really like this tune it's a it's a good one so uh eric what about you uh yeah um it's it's definitely it definitely uh has this pretty pretty strong attraction for me i mean it's it's like you said there's there's this metal element and i even put down pop metal question mark um it's kind of like Mm -hmm. it seems like it's it's something at that time i'm thinking was wasn't happening that much i mean there mm-hmm. certainly was that new metal stuff that was going on but um to, to be also have that that the, those poppy hooks and 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 feel and sound to, to the to the chorus as you were talking about um that, that seemed a bit you know i think yeah. i think that's probably it was a bit odd for that time um but I, I definitely have a little just, bit, I think, what you might have been talking about, like, with hammer-ons and so forth. <laughs> I um, was just pulling I, shit I, out I of my ass well, there. Well, <laughs> well, because I do play guitar some, not a whole lot lately. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, you, you know, there's a muting technique um, that, uh, you know, if you if you can uh, mute the strings a bit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yet still strike them as you're, as you're doing that. Uh, you know, kind of, it kind of gives that sound that we hear on the on the choruses. I'm, I'm sorry, on the verses, on the verses. Um, hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, I knew that the first half so, of the verses really. I, think I mean, changes. that was what I was saying. The yeah, I knew exactly what I was talking about when I said all that and, stuff. And so, and so, and that part of the song, especially, I mean, def- definitely not the more pop pop parts, but but that part of the song actually. Uh, Made me think of another band I like. I like pretty well, Cursive. Either of you know I've Cursive? Never heard of that band? No. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they came out. You know, apparently they they, they were just starting, just a little after Weezer did, but uh, they indie rock wise, they they got more popular in the two thousands. Hmm. But they still didn't get popular enough to like be on. I don't think they've ever been on you know the late night shows or anything like that. Sure. And the first part of the verses reminds you of that. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, but but you know, going going more into that pop feel. That's that's something that cursive has really <laughs> stayed away from. They, they they definitely have this art artistic side to them that they, you know, and that's that's what that makes me, you know, that's kind of what that that first part of the verses of the of the verse one and two at least, um, you know, just just the way he's singing that leave. Mean out, you know that that whisper, almost whispery, but 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 it's not whispery. It's I don't know, it's some other, you know, uh, like plaintive. I think maybe right, maybe is the yeah. best word. 
I always thought when I listened to the song that the chorus was the I won't be ashamed of the things we once made mm. part, but I'm looking at Genius yeah. now and it's saying listing that as part of the verse. Right. It always felt, I mean, it, it explodes out of the first two lines with the full-fledged lyrics and the harmonies and the great melody. I always thought that was the chorus, and I certainly like it better than what Genius lists as the chorus, which is the actual take control part. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's definitely an odder way to arrange a song to have verse one and then verse two and then chorus. You know, it would make more sense to to have right, that be yeah, a, to have that chorus in the chorus. First two lines of the verse are yeah. so different from the second two lines yeah. of the verse. It really feels mm-hmm. like a transition to the chorus to me, at least. I'm not, but I've genius is not always correct. Yeah. I've, <laughs> well, and I usually just differently. I usually just use Weezerpedia. Um, oh yeah, you know, and even there, they, I mean, they don't break it out by like chorus or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But how they do it is yeah. they have "Leave Me Now," "Show Me How," and then the "And I Won't Be Ashamed" as like the next stanza. So I'm guessing that's what they're considering as the chorus. Yeah, um, that's what I would being, say. But I'm, you know, I'm no six expert. words being the verse. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and ask Rivers what he meant the chorus to be on this song. I don't know if Rivers would want to talk to me <laughs> after all the stuff I've said about him. But um, we could talk to Brian. This is his favorite song on Malice. It right? is. Yeah. yeah. He wanted uh, this to be the single, which I think would have been a great. This would have been a great single. I mean, the two that we got were at least. Did we get it? Did they release any more? Just two. Just two. Just two. Yeah. The yeah. two singles are mm, top notch, though. I, I remember the first time I listened to Melodroid, I was a little bit sad that the rest of the album didn't sound a lot like either Dope Nose or Keep Fishing. Those songs are pretty distinctive, I feel like, in terms of sound. Mm-hmm. And I and wanted more of that. I, yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel kind of the same way about Green as well, where it's like Island in the Sun and Hashpipe have two very distinctive sounds, and then the rest just sounds like the same song um whereas at least with this it's like you have you have a like a different feel almost for each song you know um i don't feel like any of these run together you know and thinking that they you know it's all the same the same gobbledygook um but i mean yeah i no, I agree. I like a, most right. of the songs in this album. I just a lot of the other songs are a bit more slower, mid-paced. I mean, this one is definitely a bit more mid-tempo, mm-hmm. and I was hoping, I think, to find a little bit more of the up-tempo rockers scattered throughout the album. But I've come to love pretty much all the songs on this album in any case. Me too. I used to cramp on this album all the time, and I don't understand why I did. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, did you actually listen to it, Zach? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, also, well, fun well, fact. Maybe that's maybe that's your problem with Ratitude. You just haven't listened. To oh no 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 no! <laughs> I've listened to Ratitude a lot because I used to like Ratitude, and oh, then wow. like one day, uh, I was. It was after everything will be alright in the end came out, which is just mm, a beautiful uh, masterpiece. And um, I pop in. I'm like, I'm gonna listen to Ratitude. So I just you know pull it out, pop it in my in my car, and I'm like, oh my god. This is garbage! Um, after, of course, the first song, which is just amazing. And then after that, it just gets progressively worse and worse. And uh, with, with a few a few exceptions of okayness. Um, so I'm very glad that I don't listen to that anymore. Well, who knows? Maybe when we get to that, I'll be mm-hmm. like, no, this is an underrated masterpiece. I don't think anybody 
you know, they really shouldn't have slept on Ratitude. I think it, it really came into its own, you know, seven years after it came out. Um, uh, my fun fact about Brian Bell, he was born in Iowa City, Iowa. Yeah. Which exactly. was an hour and a half away from where I was born, so... Nice. Welcome to Southeast Iowa, Brian. Or, you know... <laughs> Your homeland. Yeah. You, you, made, you made a good choice. Welcoming you, because you're younger than me, right? Oh, yeah. By a lot, I should say. He's 51, yeah. so I'm, I'm much, much younger. Uh, uh, anyway, um, so... The lyrics to this song, I think, are really interesting just because of how, I don't know, it's kind of like, instead of whining about your relationship being over, it's like, all right, well, we're done, and I don't have a problem with that. I'm not ashamed about it. Um, And don't worry, I'm not going to, like, smear your name everywhere. You know, I got this under control here. Like, it's a very, it's a very mature way to go about ending a relationship, is how I read it, which is, you know, not like, oh, goddamn, you have Japanese girls, that, you know, we had in Pinkerton. That's what we love. <laughs> I, mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> right, I mean, that, you can, you can feel that way, but is that? Is that really what it should be? Um, no. So I, I guess I guess before we go too far here, James, what's your opinion on Pinkerton? I, I love Pinkerton. I can't decide whether that or Blue is my favorite Weezer album. They're both pretty much perfect to me. Okay. All right. I get it. I understand. Um, right. You're still in college. Once once you <laughs> you know once you kind of mellow out and grow up, you know you're like, oh god, they're so whiny. Yeah, um, I could see that. No, I, 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 I do like Pinkerton a lot better than I thought I did. Um, but, you know, it's it's not my favorite. So anyway, as you know, because you've listened to every episode of the podcast. So, um, but no, it's weird. I don't I don't really listen. I don't really I don't get as much into the lyrics as most Weezer fans do. I don't have a lot of experiences that would render a lot of the Pinkerton songs especially applicable to a lot of my life experiences. I just, I, I yeah, so the, the lyrical part that most people love about Weezer really isn't a huge factor for me, actually. Okay. Which makes some of the later songs less embarrassing to me than it would for other people who <laughs> who view it as such a, a downfall from, you know, a, a falling for you or across the sea or something like that. I, I get that, and that was kind of the discussion Eric and I were having, you know, with with it, is that if you listen to it from a purely musical standpoint, gorgeous, amazing, beautiful, well-crafted album, but then, like, you listen to what he's saying, and it's like, hey, buddy, have you tried a therapist instead of, you know, like, doing this? But, you know, I... <laughs> um. I, I said I wasn't going to talk about Pinkerton anymore, Eric. <laughs> you got to stop me when I do that. There's no stopping um, No, never, honestly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, so, so does anybody have anything to say about my 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 reading on the lyrics here? Does that I mean, is that does anybody else read it differently? You don't have to. I'm just curious. Well, when, when you did say, you know, you know, prior he would whine, and but then I was thinking you're going to say, and this time about something about one thing, and I thought you were going to say, and this time he's whining about this other thing. But then I think I guess you're right. You know, though, the, there I, don't, I really don't see the whining here. You're right, and that's good. Yeah, something a little different for him. <laughs> lots of speed, lots of coke. You know, really helps <laughs> put things in perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I really like this tune. That it it's got that like in the guitar solo as well. I mean, and the solos in this album are just uh, fantastic, especially coming right off of Green, where it's, you know, not. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this is solid, solid, good good solo. D- during that, did you hear the us? <laughs> They're like three or four us. Uh. Just, just no. Tim grunting in the background? Yeah. <laughs> Someone is this like the 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 roller coaster of love thing where you can hear somebody screaming and dying in the background? Is that what is that secretly what's happening here? You know, if you listen really closely to Take Control, you can hear Rivers orgasming in the background. It's crazy. Um, no, I did not. <laughs> well, well, and then the other thing after the solo that you can that I heard uh, I was listening for any kind of differences between the left and right channels. And it's, there's definitely uh, as uh, one does the backing vocal. That's there, there's an extra little backing vocal in the in the, in the latter half after the solo, and that's in the oh. left channel no. only. I'm the I won't let you down part after the solo. Yeah, yeah, and the bridge. Yeah, what what genius says is the bridge. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I think so. That's uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I know. I read it. Yeah, Sorry, it's cool. Uh, no, no, I, I was just saying, they, they like to do a lot of stuff with channels, and I think that that, the problem is I listen usually in my car or on my phone, so I don't really get that, um, and so it's always kind of cool to hear about, you know, all that fun stuff. Anyway, that's not important, I'm going to cut that out. Hey, uh, what were you going to say, James? I was just going to say, I read an interview with Brian about Maladroit, and he was talking about how they were having fun, you know, doing all the extra little background vocals and really putting a lot of effort into doing different mixes and different, trying different chord progressions and stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's cool to see how that, even though Rivers has always exerted primary control, I think the other band members have, have done their part in trying to restructure the arrangements of songs or, you know, put their little pieces in. And you can see that, especially if you listen to... Have you guys listened to the Song Exploder episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think so three times hear, now. <laughs> nice. I've listened yeah. to it many, yeah. many times. Wait, yeah. what? You can hear... <gasps> Zach doesn't oh. know about Song Exploder? No, I know about Song Exploder, okay. but I haven't listened to the... Uh, the, 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 the Weezer the, Rivers yeah. talking about... Um, what's what's the song? Uh, uh, Dory, whatever. What's He's that? talking about his spreadsheet method of yeah. how he takes songs, takes steals the chord progression... And then basically just riffs off of that and has the random phrases in the spreadsheet that he takes to make lyrics based upon the syllables, based upon the emphasis, so he can perfectly construct this song. Yeah, that I, I um, well, I heard about uh, Song Exploder from uh, 
Reply All. They t- they did a Song Exploder episode um, on on their theme song, but I haven't really gotten into it. I'm not a big music guy, so that's that's my big thing. Um, but that's not. <laughs> not <laughs> so we, why we are we doing know. this podcast, Zach? <laughs> it's so I can shit on the Beatles. That's yeah, it, right. Eric. Right. It's only so I can make fun of you, boomers, and your in your in your Beatles obsession. Well, see, and that's that's how I know to listen for left and right channel stuff because they <laughs> on their stereo versions of their <laughs> albums. They went uh, really? pretty crazy, pretty hard on <laughs> stuff all the way to one one or the other main instruments. Mm, some are Elaine and Drunk Dory. Yeah. That's what it yep. is. Right. That's a... Well, now I need to listen to that. Download. Yeah, it's really, really, um, really interesting. He, he seems like he would be an interesting guy, uh, you know. But you shouldn't get into a project with him unless you're okay with him wanting to... Take control. take control. Yes. You'd be his slave. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You know. Little this, clue. This dope nose. Nope. Nope. Sorry. I'm just going to keep fishing for some better puns. Um, you know. Sometimes it's, it, it'll all just fall together. You There's know? a lot of possibilities here. <laughs> um, well, it. I was going to. Do a love explosion joke, but I decided not to. If you listen really closely during the solo, you can hear Rivers Cuomo having a love explosion. Um, it's um, oh boy, this is great. This is this is good. This now this is podcasting. Um, but uh, anybody else have uh, anything exciting? Anything uh, they want to share? Uh, any other things that come to mind with this I, song? I certainly do have one thing before covers, but it almost can feed into covers. It's a good... So if you have good anything, segue. James? I was just going to say, I think it's very interesting, or not necessarily interesting, but somewhat ironic that the, line, the song features the line that he won't be ashamed of the things he once made when this is the time period he's going around on the forum saying that only in dreams is gay <laughs> and Disney gay. God, it's just a little, a little bit of Weezer irony right there. The the person with the least self awareness, I think, <laughs> is Rivers Cuomo. Like, or so much of it, like it's some Andy Kaufman stuff going on here. You know, like I, I think at some time Rivers is just gonna come, you know, outside of my keyboard and be like, "It was all an act, Zach," and I'll be like, "Oh, okay. Well, now everything makes sense. Thanks, thanks, keyboard Rivers." Every Goodbye. Greatest dream. We, we'd we have to go back and listen to stuff Pinkerton era stuff again, but I almost feel like I brought up Tony Clifton. You did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I did. Thank Pretty you. sure. Yeah. It was when we talked about uh, Ace specifically. I remember this conversation because I recently edited it. Um, so, <laughs> but um, yeah. God, what a ding dong. Anyway. Uh, so, Eric, yeah. I hear you have a segue for us. Yeah, right. Uh, so, <laughs> we haven't talked about, and, and something that uh, uh, one of our big uh, big listeners, big uh, or at least big uh, active people in our forums, uh, Jeff Hamill, has brought up uh, demos and mm-hmm. alternate versions and stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially uh, of these songs. And so, on YouTube, and looking just to see if there were some covers, I also came across 
certainly uh, uh, this one demo version, and I'll even post the, the, the link uh, later on, um, unless you guys want it now or sooner. But the, the main the main big difference that I hear in it is uh, uh, a, a, a pretty clean guitar. I think we hear some clean guitars in this, but even more to the, I mean, to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the, again, this is the, in this this is something that happens up here in the left channel, but it's but it's pretty well throughout the whole song, you know. And that's that's the most drastic difference I hear. It's a it's a pretty cleanly picked mm-hmm. and clean. Uh, is this the demo that's also like a lot slower in yeah, tempo? Yeah, I, I want to say it is yeah. a little bit slower. I want to say it, I yeah. say it a lot. Uh, a yeah, I don't know. I think I listened to it in preparation yeah. for this mm-hmm. for the first time. I thought it was all right. I like yeah. I think I like this version better mm-hmm. though. I like the more metallic spin that they put on it. Um, so cover wise on the, in the normal place I looked, there were no covers. Um, but, but, uh, recently I did find, um, covers on YouTube from something else called the Weezer cover project. And I actually delved a little more deeply into what that is. And at least as of like eight years ago, um, was the most recent time to put anything out (laughs) this, I don't know. I would, I would hope it's more than one person doing it, but maybe it was only one. Maybe that's why he stopped. <laughs> Here they stopped because I just can't take this anymore. You're doing this all by myself. But he was he, this this person, the Weezer cover project. It's acoustic guitar only. There's really like mm-hmm. no other. There's no vocals. So so he does something. I think I think he usually does something that kind of matches the vocal melody. Um, no drums, no bass. But. Um, uh, you know, it, it seemed like he's he was doing every song, every every, every normal you know album track. No, uh, maybe here and there, uh, there mm-hmm. uh, a, a B side or something off of some compilation or something like that. Hmm. But you know, and and they, I think you know the the, the few that I've heard, listened to so far sound uh, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I mean, it's it's and it's similar to the idea behind you know some of those others that we're definitely getting a lot more back in the blue and, uh, and, and Pinkerton and a little bit in green, I think too. Um, the, uh, the violin string quartet and, the, mm-hmm. and even one, I think lullaby, that's going to start picking back up maybe. in a uh, make believe. Yeah. Because make believe was huge for them. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, so, so I guess, uh, let's, let's, do my rivers quotemo for this uh for this episode uh so what i do here for for new listeners um i'm taking a a a line from this song that you would do you something you say pretty much every day um and then attributing it to rivers cuomo so uh here we go uh according to the great rivers cuomo or as the great rivers cuomo once said yo everyone (laughs) Everyone. <laughs> Everyone I know. Um, yeah, he's a, a, a poet, that man. Um, Rivers, please come on the podcast. I have, I want to make a, a formal apology to you, like face-to-face. Um, I don't think it would suffice if I'm just saying it out into the ether. I need to have you here with me. I mean, I'm looking at you on the picture, on the Maladroit picture in the back, but um, you're looking away from me. So, what the hell was that? Uh, hey, let's talk about our ratings. How about that? <laughs> um, so, uh, Eric, you want to start us off? Uh, sure. 
Um, I will give this song, Take Control, an 8. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, give it an 8 as well. Uh, it's it's good. I mean, it, it is a really good song. It's just also coming right off of Keep Fishing, mm-hmm. which is, you know... <laughs> perfection in a Weezer song and honestly just a song in general um you know it it's you know I, I guess I'm kind of comparing it to that but also you know I'm trying not to uh I mean it's a good song in its own right I mean like really any of these songs I wouldn't skip over in a playlist that's for mm-hmm. sure um you know but uh you know, I, I not as good as you know the the rest of the songs that have been on here so far yeah. so and, and, and as i was saying before that that kind of more artistic side of that what's happening there at least in the first part first half of the first two verses or whatever we want to call those um you know if, if that kind of thing had kept up more i would have been even more into it i think mm-hmm. but be, mm-hmm. but because it gets more poppy which you know we got a fair amount of pop from him already well especially with the green album but all right james so you got you got the feel you know what you're you know what we're doing here yeah i got it so i'm gonna have to i i have sort of the opposite opinion in the sense of the first part of the verses is kind of what throws me off a bit not in the sense that i dislike uh the more i don't know the, the tone of what he's doing it just doesn't seem to fit as well with what you expect a weezer song to be and especially coming off of keep fishing and then once you get into the second part of the verse which is the more popular part but is my personal favorite part it's going back to the the more chunky part is a little bit i think i think the transition might be a little bit too much not to say i don't like the song at all i've already said i like it i think i'd probably rate it a seven out of ten so maybe a little bit lower um but I, I definitely still like it. And I like I like the fact that they experimented. I just feel as though they maybe could have done it in a bit more seamless fashion. And I'm not a musician, so I can't make any valid criticisms of Rivers' music. But well, we can. My I mean, that's what the whole thing is about: is making criticisms about Rivers' music. But um, <laughs> whether they're valid or not is, you know, that remains to be seen. So. Uh, Pretty high-ranking song, um, definitely higher than every anything on Green, pretty much from all of us. So, um, but uh, yeah, hey James, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure to talk with you guys. Oh, thank. You. Yeah, you thanks do. very much. Uh, so, I mean, you, uh, so you, you have a college radio show. Uh, what? I do. What? What? Uh, yes, I do. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, so, so what's the what's the station? What's the time? What do we? Uh, can we listen online? You can listen online. So we air at 8 p.m. every Monday evening. That was what I was going to be doing after this, actually, but my partner is <laughs> sick today, so we will be postponing for next week. Um, our show is on the SOCC network. That's the Sounds of CC. Uh, the school I go to is called Colorado College. And if you search up this SOCC Colorado College, you should find a streaming link online. We don't actually have a radio show, so I guess I am not a radio DJ technically, but... <laughs> <laughs> we pretend to be a radio show that's the best way to do it yeah <laughs> all right so 8 that's... p.m every monday evening 90s rock i hope to catch you guys there oh yeah absolutely um mountain time let's uh we Correct. gotta be specify there the mountain king here we've got uh you you feel free to use that as your as your uh you know nickname now james the mountain king um I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can find me on Twitter at the Informal Log. 
And I'm Eric Nash uh, on Twitter. Why Twitter wise, uh, you can find me at Lucky Mustard. Um, I also have my Almost Famous Minute podcast, and as I said at the beginning, I think uh, Watch My Minute, both in the in the moviesbyminutes dot com milieu. Oh, yeah, definitely check that out. There's uh, yeah. like what, like 150 or something now. I, yep, we're kind of I'm, a cousin to them to that uh, style. Right, exactly. John the song by song boys. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can listen to our podcast and also uh, Almost Famous Minute and lots of other great rock and roll podcasts at Pantheon Podcast, PantheonPodcast.com, your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll podcasts. Uh, and if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email, FeelsLikeWeezer at gmail.com. You can uh, check out our Facebook, Feels Like Weezer. You can follow us on Twitter, at Feels Like Weezer. Um, I'm pretty active on the Weezer subreddit, so if you find uh, the informal log, you know, schlepping, uh, not schlepping, what am I trying to say? Uh, uh, selling myself, there we go, on the uh, on, on the subreddit, feel free, drop me a line, you know, that's that's how that's how we got James today, so. And I only lurk, lurk there. That's <laughs> not a subreddit I really want to try to make an inroad into well i already talked about how i have a kid so they can't say that i'm a virgin um so (laughs) it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.